Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Special Bible will have the story. A fatal disease affecting deer in our area. I'm Ralph Fox. Two women shot in the district while in a rideshare. More milestones for Ovi, but the Caps lose to the Flyers. An epic comeback for Jacksonville. It's 11, it's 12 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Tom Foti in Washington. With California drenched pretty much all over, yet more rain is forecast, even as the death toll from those storms reaches at least 19. From Los Angeles correspondent Danya Bacchus. Salinas fears the river there could breach its banks and flood the country's salad bowl, where 70% of lettuce is grown. The April harvest is in jeopardy. Another threat, a flooded highway that could isolate the Monterey Peninsula. It's concerning. People are being flooded. You know, roads are being inundated. Statewide, many roads are washed out, hillsides have given way, and asphalt has collapsed, creating growing sinkholes. And President Biden has just declared a major disaster for California to start federal aid flowing. More documents marked classified have been found at Mr. Biden's private home in Delaware. With the latest on that, correspondent Adriana Diaz, who broke this story last week. What the White House says happened is that once President Biden's lawyers saw a one-page document in this one particular room with classified markings, by the time someone with clearance came to look at that paper, they discovered additional pages. Now, it's Interesting and notable that they use the word pages to describe these documents because it is possible that they might be pages all belonging to one single document. We just don't know that yet. Britain plans to send tanks and artillery systems to help Ukraine fight back against the near 11-month-old Russian invasion. Correspondent Deborah Pata is in Kiev. This is what a weekend sounds like in Ukraine. Two rounds of Russian missiles pounded the country. Hardest hit a residential apartment block in Dnipro. Two children among the dead. This woman lost her son in the strike. I curse you with my mother's tears, she sobbed. Further east, one of the bloodiest battles of this conflict, the fight to capture Solidar, a trench war fought in sub-zero temperatures. Inflation has been easing, but not necessarily in the egg aisle. Nick Poulos's popular North Carolina bakery uses dozens of eggs every day. Eggs that are now at record high prices. They doubled and they tripled and they quadrupled as of the last couple of months. The baker is also still having to deal with supply chain issues. There are days I'll get an email that six items that I ordered, including eggs, are not coming this week. For now, Poulos is eating the record high price of eggs, hoping not to have to raise his prices for the second time in a year. Jim Crisula, CBS News, Fayetteville, North Carolina. In the NFL playoffs, San Francisco 49ers over the Seattle Seahawks 41-23. In the late wildcard game, Jacksonville Jaguars coming back from down 27 in the second quarter to edge the Chargers 31-30. This is C- Nobody should have to pay for one-size-fits-all insurance coverage. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance, so you only pay for what you need. Liberty Mutual Insurance. 1203 Sunday morning, January 15, 2023, 28, and breezy in the nation's capital, teens and lower 20s overnight. Hello there, I'm Ian Crawford. The top local stories are following this hour. It's been a week. Since a 13-year-old boy was shot and killed in D.C.'s Brookland neighborhood. Now, a D.C. council member is asking for police body cam video of their encounter with the shooter. 
WTLP Stetson Miller picks it up there. D.C. Council Member Brooke Pinto says she requested the video to make sure all the right procedures were followed by MPD when they came to the scene of the fatal shooting of Karan Blake. It is really important to answer the calls that is, are so robust right now from our community that there be accountability and transparency in, in what really happened here. D.C. police say back on January 7th, a man shot and killed the 13-year-old in the Brooklyn neighborhood who claimed Blake was breaking into cars. The man hasn't been identified or charged, outraging many community members who are demanding answers about the shooting. Pinto says she can't say what happened in the video because it's an ongoing investigation, but believes police are following the right procedures and urges patience as the investigation continues. I know people are hurting and are in a lot of pain and want answers, and I completely understand that. But we have a justice system that allows for and requires a thorough investigation. Stetson Miller, WTOP News. And against that backdrop on a cold, windy day, family, friends, and neighbors of Karan Blake held a memorial for the teen. WTOP's Dick Giuliano was there. One thing that I like about him that he always makes me laugh. Karan's little sister dissolved into tears, so his friend Marco stepped to the microphone to address the vigil. I just would never expected it to be Karan like... I literally just saw him like two days before the news happened. Kids and grown-ups in heavy coats against the cold air released blue and black balloons. D.C. police say a homeowner shot and killed Karan Blake after he said he saw Karan breaking into cars. Robert Branham of the D.C. branch of NAACP says the community must know exactly what happened. There needs to be transparency more information to be released to the family, to the community. Dick Uliano, WTOP News. It's 12.05. When Maryland Governor-elect Wes Moore takes his oath of office Wednesday in Annapolis, he'll be putting his hand on a Bible once owned by Frederick Douglass, the Maryland native born into slavery only to become one of the nation's leading slavery abolitionists. According to the Washington Post, Moore describes himself as a student of Douglass, and he is not only an admirer, but someone who is a true connoisseur of his life of his teachings, and of his writings. The governor-elect recently sought permission to use the well-worn Bible from the National Park Service, which has custody of it. For the swearing-in ceremony, it will be in a specially designed protective container held by Moore's wife, Dawn. Only the incoming governor's hand will touch it. The Bible was a gift to Douglas in 1889 from the Congregation of Washington's Metropolitan African Methodist Episcopal Church. Ominous signs of an incurable sickness spotted among Fairfax County deer population. Here's WTOP's Ralph Fox. Virginia's Department of Wildlife Resources is out with a word of caution about chronic wasting disease or CWD. Some also call it the zombie deer disease. It's a progressive and fatal illness with no cure found for the first time in Fairfax County in October. It's known to affect deer, elk, and moose and to date has not affected humans. The state strongly recommends you have deer tested at one of several locations in Loudoun and Fairfax counties. CWD has been confirmed in at least 29 states. No regulatory changes will be made until the end of the deer hunting season. Ralph Fox, WTOP News. Just ahead, after traffic and weather, two women shot during a ride share in the district. It's 12.07. 
Adoption of teens from foster care is a topic not enough people know about, and we're here to change that. I'm April Dinwiddie, host of the new podcast, Navigating Adoption, presented by Adopt US Kids. Each episode brings you compelling real-life adoption stories told by the families that live them with commentary from experts. Visit adoptuskids.org slash podcast or subscribe to Navigating Adoption, presented by Adopt US Kids. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Administration for Children and Families and the Ad Council. The sun's shining, birds are singing, and all feels right in the world. Until the season changes, and suddenly you lose your motivation to get out of bed. In fact, one in five people experience some form of depression, no matter the season or time of year. At the American Psychiatric Association Foundation, our vision is to build a mentally healthy nation for all. Because we want you to live your best life and be your best you all year round. Please visit mentallyhealthynation.org to learn more. It's 1208. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $69. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8th, and here's good morning to Carlos Ramirez in the WTOP Traffic Center. Good morning, Ian. Got a few incidents already this early, early morning. We'll start off northbound 270. The accident scene is in the through lanes. Soon after the exit for 370, you will find the left-hand side of the roadway blocked. It sounds like, according to a few listeners, that you only have the far right lane getting by, and it seems like it's mostly that right shoulder. That right lane is pretty crowded, so take it nice and slow as you make your way past 370 and the accident scene there on your approach towards one. 17. Uh, it sounds like your local lanes are a good alternative there. Southbound 270 looks good from Frederick all the way down towards the Beltway. Outer loop a little slow from the American Legion Bridge down towards 193. Why, Carlos? Tell us. Well, because of the construction zone over on the right-hand side of the roadway, you only have a single left lane getting by right now. And be careful once you leave the work zone. All lanes do open up, so uh, as people accelerate, try to get out of the way there, uh, be extra careful. All too often do we hear about these secondary accident scenes. If you're headed on the inner loop of the Beltway, it's a little slow after 66 but no crashes reported. I do hear that phone ringing. Hang on tight for just one second. That is the one eight six six three zero four wtop that I always talk about. I-95 looks great from Fredericksburg up towards the Springfield Interchange. 395 is quiet. A little slow on the 3rd Street Tunnel there, suspiciously so. I'll see if I can't find something in the camera here in just a few moments. 295, DC 295 looks great. Headed to and from the 11th Street Bridge and... 50 over towards Annapolis. No delays, but keep in mind they got wind restrictions in effect across the Bay Bridge. Not to worry if you have a regular-sized vehicle, but if you've got a box truck or anything like that, uh, likely not allowed to cross. Now, not likely. You are not allowed to cross because of the high winds. Looking for a safe used car? Fitzgerald Auto Mall has hundreds of good cars, trucks, and SUVs. Next to a new car, Fitzway used car is best. To visit Fitzmall.com today, Carlos Ramirez, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4 meteorologist Ryan Miller breaks the seal on this Sunday morning forecast. Looking at a pretty cold start across the region, teens and 20s in many locations, and with sunshine coming our way here for the balance of your day, we'll see highs today into the middle 40s. The winds will subside into the afternoon, and for a Martin Luther King Day on Monday, we'll see sunshine in the morning, clouds in the afternoon, a milder day with highs into the middle 50s, and then showers arrive for Tuesday. Highs will be in the middle to upper 50s, near 60 with sunshine on Wednesday and Thursday and other chances showers. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Ryan Miller. 31 and Hyattsville, said Squeaky the Squirrel. 30 in Fredericksburg. 31 downtown at Foggy Bottom. 
Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. It's 1211. Two women are in the hospital after being shot in the district while in a rideshare early Saturday. D.C. police say they responded to a reported shooting at the intersection of Georgia Avenue and Morton Street Northwest around 1240 Saturday morning. When they arrived, officers found evidence of a shooting, but no victims. Not long after, police were notified two women had been dropped off at a local hospital with gunshot wounds. They were both conscious and breathing, and now we know they were transported to the hospital by their rideshare driver. Police have now interviewed the two victims. The investigation continues. One of the teens accused in the carjacking that injured commander's running back Brian Robinson enters a plea in a D.C. courtroom. The 17-year-old is pleading guilty to assault with a dangerous weapon and carrying a pistol without a license. The teen's name has not been released. The Washington Post says as part of the deal, the teen will be in the custody of the city's youth services until he's 20 years old. A 15-year-old also charged in the case is set to go to trial January 24th. In a court hearing, it was revealed he is the one accused of pulling the trigger. Police say the two tried to rob Robinson in August on 8th Street Northeast. Robinson and shot twice in the knee, missed four weeks on the field. Kyle Cooper, WTOP News. It's 12-12. They were looking for children. They are accused, rather, of looking for children to have sex with. Instead, seven men in Virginia found a trip to jail. The sting operation by Fairfax County Police ran for a number of days in December. Detectives posing as children were on various internet sites. The suspects started explicit conversations with them, then asked to meet in person. When the men showed up to meet with what they thought were children, they were arrested. While most were arrested on just a few charges, two of the men were charged with multiple counts of possession and reproduction of child pornography. Michelle Morello, WTOP News. In Indiana, a 56-year-old woman facing charges after police say she repeatedly stabbed an 18-year-old Indiana University student in the head on a public bus because the victim is Asian. The victim told investigators she was attacked while waiting for the exit doors to open on a Bloomfield Transit, Bloomington, I should say, transit bus on Wednesday. Witness followed the woman's attacker and contacted police. They later arrested they later arrested Billy R. Davis of Bloomington. She is charged with attempted murder, and aggravated battery. Just ahead, the Cavs get thumped by the Flyers downtown. Frank Hanrahan breaks out details in sports next. It's 1213. Hi, I'm Mike Richmond of the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs with this message for veterans. Did you serve in the military? Veterans deserve world-class health care. You can help by joining the Million Veteran Program. MVP is VA's National Voluntary Research Program to better understand how genes affect health. With over 900,000 veteran participants, MVP is one of the largest research programs in the world. With breakthroughs in PTSD, depression, heart disease, cancer, and more. With your help, the program can make more discoveries in areas that matter most to veterans. Go to mvp.va.gov to sign up or call 866-441-441. 6075 to schedule an appointment at a participating VA. You don't have to receive your care at VA to join. I'm Mike Richmond. 1214. There was this one time I went camping with my parents in a forest back when I was maybe like eight or nine. It was amazing. We could hear the sounds of the forest all around us. Frogs singing and owls calling and a creek nearby. I'll definitely never forget it. 
Most of us have a memory of being in nature we'll never forget. Let's protect the world's natural places so more memories can be made for generations to come. Visit worldwildlife.org. This message is for Shana, my mom who just finished her high school diploma. I wanted to say I'm so proud of you for finishing school. You told me it's never too late to achieve your dreams. I hope to make you as proud as you have made me. When you graduate, they graduate. Finish your high school diploma for you and for them. Visit finishyourdiploma.org to find free and supportive adult education centers near you. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. 12-15 to Frank Hanrahan. Was it a great comeback or an epic collapse? You be the judge, no matter what. It was Jacksonville hitting a game-winning field goal. 31-30, Jags knocking off the Chargers, who were up 27 to nothing, and saw that lead slip away. And in the end, Jaguars get the victory over the Los Angeles Chargers. Earlier, it was San Francisco taking care of Seattle 41-23 as the uh, Niners have won 11 in a row. Rookie quarterback Brock Purdy had three touchdown throws and a touchdown run for the Niners. On the ice, Alex Ovechkin scored his 30th goal of the year, but Caps fall to the Philadelphia Flyers 3-1. For Ovi, it's career goal 8-10, 400th career goal scored at home, and he's reached the 30-goal mark for the 17th time in his 18-year career. College basketball on Saturday. Virginia takes care of Florida State. 67-58. Howard comes back and beats Norfolk State, 86-84. George Mason beats Davidson, 67-65. American loss to Lehigh, 78-61. Uh, Navy drops one to Loyola, 69-67. GW falls to St. Louis, 81-74. Frank Hanrahan, WTOP Sports. It's twelve seventeen. Some airline incentives to get you to fly after the pandemic are about to fly away. The disappearing perks are another casualty of the end of the pandemic. When COVID hit, airlines upped the frequent flyer ante to get more people in the seats. But now that the pandemic is in the rearview mirror, more and more people are taking to the skies and willing to pay for the perks they used to ignore. Things like expensive seats. Delta, United, and American are raising the spending requirements to earn frequent flyer benefits like free upgrades, early boarding and lounge memberships. Airlines saying if everyone feels special then no one feels special. Dell Walters, WTOP News. The Pentagon is considering providing payback to former service members discharged for refusing to get the COVID-19 vaccine now that that mandate has been repealed. The military has already stopped discharging troops who refused the shots. Politico reports a statement opens the door to reinstating troops who believe they were let go, stipulating that service members and veterans may apply to correct their records. Coming up, after traffic and weather, top stories we're following for you this hour. Attorneys for President Biden have found more documents marked classified in his Delaware residence. In all, six pages of documents were discovered during the search of Mr. Biden's home library. The weather just won't let up in California, beset by strong storms and flooding with more coming this week. At least 19 there are dead. British Prime Minister Rishi Sunak has promised to send Ukraine more tanks and artillery systems. It comes after Russia stepped up attacks on several Ukrainian cities this week. Stay with WTOP for more on these stories in the moments ahead. 1218. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Carlos Ramirez in the traffic center. 
Thanks, Ian. So far, got some good news for you. The earlier accident scene we had there at the intersection of New Hampshire Avenue and uh, Quincy Street has cleared. Still seeing a little bit of a delay through the area, but uh, looks like the accident scene and the activity has cleared up. However, New Hampshire Avenue at the intersection there of Rittenhouse Street still got some crash activity left over, but the delays are clearing up, which tells me that at least a lane or two are available once again. Just be careful. Follow police direction as needed. Northbound I-270, for you listeners, did confirm the accident scene is in the main lanes northbound after 370. Uh, once again, three left lanes are blocked. you got a single lane over on the right-hand side getting by. 270 southbound looks pretty good. No issues on I-95 or the BW Parkway so far. So great. Across the Bay Bridge, keep in mind they do have wind restrictions in effect. High winds, uh, not good for large vehicles. If you have a box truck or something like that, you know the rules. If there's wind restrictions, you're not allowed across. Uh, New York Avenue looks okay, though a little slow there near Bladensburg Road. No crashes reported right now. Outer Loop of the Beltway still got that work zone between the American Legion Bridge and 193. Right-hand side of the roadway is blocked. You've got a single lane over on the left getting by. Inner Loop looks good, headed past 66, though a little slow on your approach towards Route 7. Looking at the camera, I don't see any reason for it's just a little slow 66 looks great from an s to the beltway and so does i-95 all the way up towards the springfield interchange 395 looks good as you head on to the southeast southwest freeway now open metro's silver line extension is connecting you to six new stations including dallas airport connect with more connect with metro carlos ramirez wtop traffic storm team fours ryan miller with this forecast for sunday morning we're going to watch very chilly weather here to continue to stick around for the morning hours we have air temperatures in the teens and 20s by the afternoon hours we're in the middle 40s and a mostly sunny sky can be anticipated for the balance of your sunday winds will settle down here into the afternoon Tomorrow, sunshine in the morning. Clouds will be returning in the afternoon. And for your Martin Luther King Day, Monday will be milder with highs in the middle 50s. We're in the middle 50s with some rain showers on Tuesday, near 60 with sunshine on Wednesday. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Ryan Miller. Woodbridge, 29 degrees. It's 29 in rest and 31 in Bethesda. Brought to you by New Look Home Design. Right now, save 50% on all roofing materials and labor. Coming up on WTOP, using the Internet of Things to keep your favorite ice cream cold. It's 1221. Did you know that every three minutes someone is diagnosed with a blood cancer? The Leukemia and Lymphoma Society is seeking visionaries in the fight to end this deadly disease. LLS's Visionaries of the Year campaign is a 10-week philanthropic competition each spring where community activists and business leaders in the DMV network to help raise funds and awareness for blood cancer research and patient services. Help support LLS by nominating a candidate, joining our leadership team, or becoming a corporate partner today. Visit www.llsvisionaries.org to learn more. Nearly one in two U.S. adults have high blood pressure. That's why it's important to self-monitor your blood pressure in four easy-to-remember steps. It starts with a monitor. Be next to talk to your doctor about your blood pressure numbers. Get down with your blood pressure. Self-monitoring is power. Visit ManagerBP.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council, the American Heart Association, and the American Medical Association. In partnership with the Office of Minority Health and Health Resources and Services Administration. Adoption of teens from foster care is a topic not enough people know about and we're here to change that. I'm April Dinwiddie, host of the new podcast, Navigating Adoption, presented by Adopt US Kids. Each episode brings you compelling real-life adoption stories told by the families that live them with commentary from experts. Visit adoptuskids.org slash podcast or subscribe to Navigating Adoption, presented by Adopt US Kids. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Administration for Children and Families and the Ad Council. 
You're listening to WTOP News. It's 1222. The Republican who lost his bid to be Maryland's governor is taking his argument over counting mail-in ballots to the U.S. Supreme Court. More from WTOP's Ann Kramer. Dan Cox wants the high court justices to review a decision by a Montgomery County judge that allowed the State Board of Elections request back in September to permit ballot counting as early as October 1st due to the expected large amount of mail-in ballots. The Baltimore Sun reports Cox's attorney argues that the judge's ruling was flawed. The former state delegate from Frederick County isn't challenging the outcome of the election. He lost to Democrat Wes Moore. But Cox argues in his petition that the county judge relied on language in state election law that gives courts flexibility to protect the electoral process in emergencies. Ann Kramer, WTOP News. Virginia Senate Democrats are pushing for new gun violence protection laws after a series of shootings across the Commonwealth. Virginia Senate Democrats are hoping to pass 10 gun safety bills in the 2023 session, including one that aims to stop shootings like the one in Newport News last week when police say a six-year-old shot their teacher at school. The bill would require gun owners to lock up their guns when children are around. Another proposed law would require guns be locked in a container or compartment in cars to try to prevent gun thefts from unattended vehicles. Democrats are also pushing to prohibit the carrying of assault-style guns in public. They say the bills are solutions for the gun violence epidemic. Republicans were critical of one of the bills on Friday, saying on Twitter that the one requiring adults to lock up their guns around children would make it more difficult for people to protect their property and families. Stetson Miller, WTOP News. It's 1224 in Bethesda's Woodmont Triangle area. That streetery that popped up along Norfolk Avenue during the pandemic has proved very popular and rather enduring. Now folks are being asked about its long-term possibilities. Here's WTOP's John Doman. This is a question about Norfolk Avenue years down the line. Do we want to have stormwater management facilities? Do we want to have a fountain? Should it be primarily about eating or should it be primarily about other kinds of activities? Matt Johnson with Montgomery County's Department of Transportation says a five-block length of the road is up for discussion. But he acknowledges that the two blocks currently closed to traffic already create some challenges. For loading, for example, for trash pickup, for pickup and drop-off, for you know, for example, Uber Eats. But with five blocks being talked about, different blocks could have different uses. So maybe one of the blocks is always close to cars, and maybe the other ones are only closed on holidays. Find the survey at WTOP.com. John Dome in WTOP News. Money News at 25 and 55 on WTOP 1225 with Gina Cervetti. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. These days, so many of our appliances claim to be smart, from thermostats to coffee makers. Similar technology is working to keep some of your favorite ice cream treats in stock at the grocery store. This freezer tracks when you're running out of a certain brand or if there's sort of a rogue brand that shouldn't be in there. Bloomberg Consumer Goods reporter Dasha Afaneseva. It also automatically replenishments. The innovation comes from Unilever, which makes Ben & Jerry's and Magnum ice cream. Unilever told us that companies like Coca-Cola and Pepsi have contacted them interested in this sort of technology. Afaneseva says Unilever's challenge could be maintenance of the high-tech freezers in far-flung areas. But more broadly, for the business world, where does smart technology pop up next? So I think what's going to be really interesting to see is how the Internet of Things works in this commercial retail context. 
And that's quite a new thing, really, still. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Gina Cervetti on WTOP. Coming up after traffic and weather, still more classified documents are found at President Biden's Delaware home. And the storm door is still open in California, where torrents of rain have swollen rivers, dumped tons of snow in the high country, and killed at least 19 people. Stay close. There's lots to share with you this morning. It's 1226. Papa, why can't we telegraph while riding a horse? Son, there ain't no one to blame but Jeffro. He was riding old Betsy the Stallion, tip-tapping away at his telegraph, when blam, ran right into the side of the saloon. Well, if Jeffro can't do it, and I 